everyone and welcome to keep going with grant savage yours truly here and i told you i told you i would be back sooner than you thought <laughs> 2022 is a new year and i told you i am determined i have now come too far with this podcast and this box of mindset to turn back so it's full steam ahead whether i like it or not but i do like it. it's a very good thing my body may be exhausted my mind may be doing a million things at once but I'm here, I'm present, and I'm focused. Thank you for all your kind messages since my return. It's great to hear from all types of people listening to this podcast around the world, because this is a fact. Obviously, we have people in the UK listening to this, but geographically, it's been proven that people in America, South Africa, and Germany also listen to the show. So shout out to everyone around the world. Now, what I like about this show is that, obviously, we focus on boxing, but it is also an open forum for anyone to come on and just promote themselves, promote what they do, which helps people in their mindset and makes people feel good about themselves and hopefully other people too, both professionally and personally. Now, upon my internet browsing, I found a quote on Instagram, actually. Now, I have no idea who wrote this quote. Someone did, and for that I acknowledge, but I will share it. It was a quote saying, surround yourself with people who get it. And I shared this with a few friends and it kind of went, it kind of gained laughs around us because we all kind of understood it, but we didn't know what it was. Like, people that get it, what do they get? It's something, it's a statement that is kind of vague, but makes sense in the same time. Surround yourself with people who get it. And I've made a point of doing this, especially over the last two years. And one person who I've surrounded myself with, well, I've had to professionally, <laughs> but she gets it, is my guest today, Mary Hearn. Now, Mary is an arts practitioner. She has a very long title for her career as she'll explain in her interview but she is someone who's doing a lot of good work in Luton and in other areas and she's all about helping people with their well-being through the arts and I wanted to bring on this week just to kind of pick her brain really and see how she defines herself and her through her work and how being in the right place mentally will benefit not only yourself but people around you and that's something I could definitely relate to it kind of takes me back to my days working in the arts field as well and yeah this is, and she's just a good person so I wanted to bring on keep going this week so let's get into it Mary Hearn keep going keep going so Mary Hearn welcome to keep going how are you I'm good thank you yeah <laughs> I, bet, I bet I bet when you first knew of my existence last year this was the last thing or this was just a complete back of your mind of what Grant Savage put you through yeah I mean come on you throw so much at me no you don't at all <laughs> you're really you're really good you're always come... there to, like pick up the stuff that I forget to do. <laughs> so it is. It's just like I feel like every week or at least every month I'm throwing something new to you. Like well, I'm doing this now, or you're doing this, or something yeah. like that. Well, yeah, so, exactly. If people were to come up to you and say, "Okay, what do you do professionally? What is you? Why are you here? What do you tell people?" Usually, the short answer is I'm an artist. Right. But I don't. Or, well, yeah, I don't like saying that sometimes because you do sound like a bit of a knob. But <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm an artist. Yeah. And then I'm wearing yeah. like a beret and yeah. a smock. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. It's it's hard because it depends on what I'm doing at the time. So for some instances, I'll be running like a children's workshop. In other instances, I'll be, you know, like I'll be programming arts events. And other times I'm there just to do, you know, a bit of a craft activity with some elderly people so it's it's a bit all over the place but officially I would say I'm a socially engaged arts practitioner textile artist and workshop facilitator <laughs> well that's it that's where that, that rolls off the tongue doesn't it really does I mean everyone goes what 
<laughs> but art is your passion. Would you say like designing and that is your core? Oh yeah, expresses 100%, you. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I mean, like I was crap at school, just rubbish, um, and got like D's, C's, E's even in some subjects but got like a an a star in like art and textiles so <laughs> well you find you find that though you find people they're yeah. like one thing they're gonna like some guys don't do well academically but do fantastic mm. in PE or yeah musicians do well in writing and poetry and English as well it's really weird how that not weird actually it makes sense in the long run yeah you sort of focus things. your energy into that one thing you enjoy don't you rather yeah. than waste not waste it because obviously it should, you should stay in school kids but you know, if you enjoy something, you're obviously going to sort of put more time to it, aren't you? Yeah. So I think that's probably what I did. So, yeah, it's always been a thing that I've enjoyed. Do you design art pieces or clothing or like what do you... So, like I say, I've always sort of enjoyed that. Like I was never into sort of dolls and things like that as a kid as much. I was more into, like I obviously did have dolls and stuff, but I would design little outfits for them out of bits of fabric and old socks and stuff. And even used to make my own outfits out of like bin bags and tissue boxes and things <laughs> like that. That was what I used to make when I was a kid. Dance around the house in like a bin bag dress that I'd made when I was like 10. <laughs> it's funny, you were wearing something the other week and I thought, oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a bin bag. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. Now, you're, your style is very on point. Every time, you know, you come to the office, especially like if there's like an event, so you do go to the nines of what you want to wear. Yeah, I like it. I like it, especially if I'm doing kids' workshops, because yeah. well, obviously kids love that if you're like, bright and colourful and quite often look like a child's entertainer at things like that. I was doing something in the summer. I was at a festival. And it was called Stand and Calling, and I was doing workshops for that in July. And uh, obviously I'd not been to a festival for a long, long time because of COVID and stuff. And so it was weird being there, but obviously I was all brightly coloured because everyone is at a festival anyway. And with the red hair and stuff but I had this tiny little toddler just following me around for about three hours while we were doing these workshops and she just wouldn't leave my side she was just every time I turned she's around like, she shoe, like, shoe. Yeah. And <laughs> Sorry, she was just like looking up at me like yeah, yeah. oh you know <laughs> you're so brightly coloured oh no, yeah, she was like a cute, little sidekick <laughs> she was adorable but yeah it's weird how they just sort of I don't know kids are drawn to bright colours aren't they so I think they, they sort of see yeah. it and sort of thing oh she looks like fun maybe we should do an art workshop with her that's what I hope mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> exactly well it clearly works because I still think you do you do have a good rapport with people mm. in general you know I've seen you at events and everything like that and you're very in it like as soon as they come in you're on like okay let's get yeah. this expression on you know yeah, Actually, yeah, has, yeah. That, has that always been inside of you that natural people are you a people person oh uh, you see right in my heart of hearts no <laughs> in my in my I'm a very cynical person part of me is like you know yeah. it feels so it comes really naturally and I am a people person I guess I am a people person but part of me is when I'm not doing that and someone tries to strike up a conversation with me and I'm not in that situation or in that role someone tries to talk to me when I'm just in a queue or something I'm just like oh, please don't talk yeah. to me it's not it's not I say a lot I say a lot sometimes I'm like I don't want to perform today I just want to yeah. get to where I'm going I'm not being yeah. rude to people nothing like that no. I just don't want to be Grant. <laughs> yeah, it takes. It I don't know. It takes. I'm definitely one of them people. I think they said. Like, I say they. I don't know who they is. It was like a study of um for people where socialising either gives you energy or 
drains your energy. And I'm definitely someone who socialising really is exhausting for me. And it's not to say that I don't enjoy it while I'm doing it. It's just it takes me so long to kind of like recover afterwards. And I think that's partly because of I've got an autoimmune autoimmune condition. Right. And I'm just fatigued all the time anyway. But I think, yeah, I sort of turn it on, have a great time. And I genuinely enjoy myself while I'm doing it. But afterwards, I'm sort of knackered. So, yeah, I don't know if that's a health thing or if that's just like a personality type thing. But I don't know. I do think that's quite interesting. But do you think also, I think as you get older and you define who your core friends are, sometimes you can be around your core friends and you can literally sit in the room, not say anything to each other for like an Mm. hour, but you will leave going, I had a great time today because you're not really yeah yeah no that is great that is I do enjoy that and I think I don't know probably me and my girlfriends one of the biggest things we enjoy doing is because we've all got uh, like cinema cards going to the cinema and it's one of them things where we can all just sit in silence obviously we're watching a film but we can all just sit in silence and then afterwards sort of be like (laughs) we'll have the same experience but it's a really like kind of low energy thing to have to go and do and I really enjoy that but I know you're, you're totally right I think hanging out with your mates you're really good mates yeah you can just lay there and just like you know <laughs> doze what about, off and it'd be fine, what about you know what I mean? when you you were younger and you're in did you go to university yeah yeah so what how are you then were you a social butterfly were you like oh wow you know, mary's got the art she's got the expression like how were you in that period of time because that's, that's an important time in people's lives that university yeah. college yeah. time no again i mean again um no not at all like genuinely so I went to, briefly, I went to London to study uh, graphic design, which really wasn't me at all. I don't quite know mm. why I chose that. Um, and I lasted probably about two or three months there and then dropped out and was just yeah. like, no, yeah. I don't want to do this. And uh, yeah, it just wasn't my sort of thing. It wasn't, it wasn't suited to what I wanted to do. And so I ended up coming back to Luton, going to University of Bedfordshire to do my uh I went there as well, yeah. Yeah big it up and we didn't even have the nice new fancy arts no. uh Alexon site when I was there so we so had I graduated in 2012 I graduated yeah. in July 2012 August 2012 uh-huh. they're building new buildings so it happens like that you know yeah that's how I felt because I left in like 2010 and then all of a sudden this building's there a few years later and I'm just like yeah could have done with that, done <laughs> that you know nice I was really jealous <laughs> do you always speak do you always think that are you happy you kind of skipped the social media era of college and university? Hundred percent. Yeah. It existed back then. It did exist, but it wasn't yeah. pressure. You know. No, we had MySpace. Come on, like yeah. that don't count. And, <laughs> and the friends yeah. that you had, the friends that you had in it, you genuinely, you genuinely knew who they were. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really internet friends then, was there? I mean, there must have been no. for some people, but yeah, I'm so glad that you know. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was magnificently bullied at school or anything but obviously mm. there was the odd time I looked a bit different I was a bit of a goth at school obviously no and so yeah yeah who'd have thought um <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> still am but um yeah obviously I was bullied a bit at school and I just think you know mm. obviously when you left school that finished you know that stopped obviously now the you know with social media and stuff you take that's coming home with you as well isn't it you're not escaping that it's even at nice. home it's not nice and it's horrible I do feel- I think that's good about the work that you do because you the work you do you mm. physically have to bring people together and have yeah. to make people get on. I would say you've done very well 
Luton especially are building your name like a lot of people know who you are like you when I first met you I recognized your face at least anyway <laughs> so I think I had I think I had seen you around but obviously there's no reason for us to ever really talk so I think no, definitely exactly done... how is that building that networking up in Luton of your career that was well I mean now it's 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 hilarious I went into Lush the other day and someone said oh you're that artist Mary and I was just like have I just been recognised? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I was just like, that is utterly ridiculous. Because I was yeah. just like, what? I was like, how do you know me? They were like, oh, we saw you at this thing. Oh. But um, yeah, I was just like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I think I started off going to sort of art groups, sort of like the stuff we run. Yeah. I started off going to one when I was quite, maybe sort of once I'd finished uni, basically, because I didn't have anything else to do. I didn't know what I was doing really <laughs> with anything. So I was sort of like, oh, well, I'll go and do some art with people. And then slowly you know attending them getting a group of friends through that and then from there there was like opportunities to volunteer doing something similar so running workshops at various sort of community groups and stuff and so I started doing that just through that more and more opportunities came through and I've been really lucky that people have sort of had me in mind when things have come up you know and and sort of gone oh she's really good at such and such maybe we can get her involved and then yeah we had quite a lot of investment into Luton um, from Arts Council and um, a few opportunities arose from that so with uh, there was like a festival Imagine Luton Festival which I worked on I was really lucky to work on that oh yeah that um, was when the concert came and he had the wanted Odimers was that, that oh one? yeah there was that as well yeah oh, okay that's that was, another thing right so that was a different thing but it was around that same sort of time yeah the Odimers thing was hilarious I saw an advert for that in the back of a taxi the other day and I was like mate that is long gone yeah <laughs> Surely there's something else to advertise. Exactly. Yeah, going on from, what was it? can't remember the year now. Probably like 2017, 2018. The, invest- the investment in arts came into Luton and stuff. And so I'd sort of worked, really luckily worked with a few organisations in town that were lucky to receive that sort of money, which meant I had paid opportunities. Yeah, so I think you've done an excellent job of just getting your name out there. And you, you also look up other artists as well. So like you said, when people think of you, you think of them. Yeah, true. And it's yeah. almost a immediate positive response. So I think you've done very well looking well, the outside looking in also. <laughs> and do you know what it is? I think, do you know what it is? Getting to know you last few months and just seeing your work of local artists and meeting the other local artists, it reminds me of my time in the arts industry and everything like that. It's kind of taken me back to 10 years ago. Sure, yeah, I bet. Because obviously, obviously I've done performing arts and production, but you had to work with a lot of artists and designers. So it really kind of took me back to that world and how much has grown, how much it can grow, especially in Luton over the past 10 years. I've been pretty much away from that world. It's amazing how much it has grown. It's, it's, I think there is a real arts kind of ecology in Luton now, which I don't Mm. think there was before. I mean, there probably, there's always been creatives in the town, obviously, but I think people are sort of better connected now. Yeah. And that's the good things of, that's the good things of Luton that people don't, share about because when people say Luton they go oh Luton you know what I mean and I always yeah, think why exactly. do you say that all the time mm. there's so much and so much integration so much mixing of different communities there's so much work out there in terms of what people can create yeah just see what's out there it, it is it is there's so much positive in the town but I think as an outsider you know looking into the town mm you do just see the negatives. I mean, you visit the town centre, you don't see the little sort of pockets of community that happen because, you know, they're not completely obvious to the outsider. But I think as someone that's sort of in the town, hopefully people do start noticing and getting involved with things like that. Because I think that's one of the biggest issues with Luton in terms of trying to get anything creative off the ground is just getting the message out there. 
you know, yeah, we've learned that, that massively. Yeah. Also, just with anything, trying to build an audience for something. You could put the biggest marketing campaign out in Luton sometimes and people would be like, well, I didn't hear about it. I know, I and know. So I, like... And it really does frustrate me because I, I think, you know, I don't know if it's a case of people not knowing where to look, but I think with social media and stuff, it should be a lot easier now. People... Not everyone's on well, social media. Well, no, this media. is it. This How is are you it. on not social media? Are, on you, are you addicted to social media? Do you like sharing a lot or you just share your arts and your business it's, side of things? It's weird. So like I can sit for hours just scrolling through Instagram and Facebook, but I very rarely share anything because yeah. I, I feel like I've got nothing to share. But like a lot of my <laughs> posts will always be like events coming up, things that I'm yeah. involved in professionally. And occasionally, like I'm very political online. Like obviously, you know, I have you know, quite a political background anyway with with what I do in my artwork. So, like, especially on Twitter, I think I come across quite angry on Twitter. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, sometimes. My brand, especially on Instagram, is very, you have to get in two things, a nice picture of me with a funny caption, so I don't take myself yeah. too seriously. Oh, I'm promoting the show. It's, it's, it's two things you're not yeah. going to get. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, past a stage where I'm like, dinner with friends. I like, know, no, you don't need to know where oh, I am. Oh, no, you know I can't what be I mean? bothered with that. No, I can't be bothered with that. I mean, my Instagram's more just pictures of cats. because <laughs> Listen, that's the important no. stuff. Yeah, I mean, that is what the internet's built on. So, <laughs> you know, there's not enough cat content out there. But, I mean, they're always there. They're always looking photogenic. So they end up on Instagram. Exactly, they're camera ready. <laughs> they what's are. The, so are. <laughs> what's the ultimate goal for you professionally? What keeps you going to keep in this industry and really make Mary's name something? Honestly. It's a real tricky one because I think professionally, what I'm doing now, I'm genuinely really happy with. It's tricky. I think what I'm hopeful for in the future is to try and create something that's a lot larger and a lot um, longer running sort of version of the stuff we do now, you know, with yeah. these arts workshops um, for people that are sort of, you know, facing challenges in different situations, whether that be through you know poverty being on the poverty line or through it's addiction or disability pandemic. yeah yeah exactly everyone's struggling you know everyone needs a bit of light sort of light relief you know and I think if we could you know create something much larger that runs you know steadily because I think that's one of the things I've seen so many times is just how, you know, especially with sort of small funding pots is, you know, you can get together a really great group. It can run for a little while and you have a brilliant kind of outcome, but then the money runs out. And so it means that, yes, you've built all of this up and yeah, you can then apply for something else and go for something bigger and better. But actually sometimes just the long-standing groups that go from week to week to week are the exactly the sort of things that people need to just sort of get themselves mm. out of the house. Yeah. And so I think something sort of bigger, long-standing sort of community group-based workshops. You know, and I know there is some, there are some things like that in town, especially with um, sort of dedicated charities, like with Headway or Penrose and loads more. But I think just a general one that is just good for anyone. You don't have to have been, you know, diagnosed with something in particular or meet these certain criteria, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure you're making more, I think because you have quite a versatile CV now as well. It's not just mm. one thing no reason why you can't continue to build on that what about have you ever thought about doing something completely left field like completely like stay a bit still doing what you do but just like yeah for example this show and me talking about boxing on other episodes it's completely yeah. left field for my brand so, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like, true have you ever like done something or had ideas like, oh i might just try that keeping what i'm doing but it's something else yeah i mean there's there's loads of random things i'd really want to do like i would love a small holding totally want a, what, a small a farm a small a farm. holding 
yeah like so a, a small farm basically I want goats I want goats I want chickens maybe a pig or two I would love to do something like that and I'm not an outdoorsy person in the slightest yeah. but, but I do love animals you? what's stopping you doing it or at least looking into it uh, well probably space is the biggest oh, one yeah. <laughs> needing land I think that's probably the biggest one yeah, if it's something like an allotment or something, actually. Yeah, I was right. going to say a lot allotment. Yeah, start maybe start off small with an allotment and see how all oh, this yeah. net, network of the allotment crew. That, that's their name. Yeah. yeah, just see what they can offer you. And, you need um, some grass cutting. I've got a goat that can sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> Never really. Yeah. know. I don't what know. Apa- yeah, apparently in this house we did once have a goat in the garden, so maybe I can just bring that back. What accidentally or just it disappeared? No, or? like. One of my mum's friends from many years ago, when she was lodging here, she had a pet goat. Oh, as you do. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Apparently, yeah. So apparently, it's been done before. There is a precedent for it, and therefore, that's my argument to getting one. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. If you want to, if you want to go, you can get that goat. You can keep that. I'll get my dream big. Journey. Get that goat. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting you to say that about a goat, but. <laughs> why not <laughs> exactly. oh that's good are you do you have a website you online where can yes. people find you so i am on maryhern.com com.com oh, com yeah you know yeah. what i am big big leaks no. <laughs> big leaks <laughs> big leaks no it's guys not... it's, guys it's a very professional website i have been on it you know it's a very you actually, like do you think i, I have do you I think have. it's professional yeah do you so yeah. i i threw that together and I genuinely want to try and change it at some point, but it's getting round to it. You know what it's like. Yeah. I think everyone with the website sort of goes, oh, I'm changing it soon. Because <laughs> it's like, because no one likes yeah. their website. You like it for like a week after you've done it and then you're like, oh no, I better change it. But even so, the websites, yeah. things, even like Instagram, I'm going to change my things soon. You never get around to doing it. It's just, it's no, just, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, you know, sometimes you see them beautifully like curated instagrams where like everything is you know the same yeah. aspect ratio it's yeah. all black and white they work oh, everything works perfectly and you're just like this is beautiful and then you go to yours and you're like well this is chaos you know, yeah. know what i mean like it's just this chaotic just brain farts on a page whereas theirs is like this beautiful gorgeous thing well listen like, there's something attempt what's, what's what's the saying there's something good about the imperfect something something thing that was well you remembered <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good no, to be practically imperfect. I don't know what I'm talking. Not by something, like that. something like yeah, that. Something anyway. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, well, yeah, perfection's unattainable. Yeah. Anyway, so maryhern.com. That's where maryhern.com. Yeah, that's what the, that was the point I was getting. To. Maryhern.com, and then also at Mary E Hearn on Twitter and Instagram. Again, like I say, it's mostly just me retweeting angry politics things and promoting local events. Yeah. And, pe- <laughs> and, and people can, if people want to book you or do potential work for you, they can go on any of them sites to... Yeah, send me contact. a message, honestly, do. Just say... Is that limited to just, is it limited to just Luton or you don't mind spreading your horizons? Just oh, I don't mind spreading my wings. I think, I think doing stuff outside of the town is something I do want to do Good. a bit okay. more now because I am very yeah. Luton-based and actually I think, you know, Luton's not dissimilar to a lot of towns. So I think what I do here could work perfectly elsewhere as well. So I think, yeah, if there's anyone who wants to get in contact, absolutely do. Good. And I'm sure they will. <laughs> and there you go. Is this, is this your first podcast interview or like your first like... I've done interviews. I've been on the yeah. radio a few times. That was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was on live TV talking about Brexit once. That was awful. Okay. That was um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was terrible. That was. But yeah, first podcast. There so you yeah. Go. Well, I'll always be the first <laughs> on podcast. So, you know, thank I thank you for coming on. Keep going. I wanted to share 
you know, the person I've got to know over the last couple of months. So I'm sure you've yeah, done that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And yeah, that's all right. And thank you so much for coming on. I'll see you very, very soon. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Bye. Big thank you to Mary Hearn for coming on Keep Going this week. As she said, please visit her website, maryhearn.com, for more information on her and how to book her and get her to work with you. As you can hear, there is clearly no structure to my interviews because do you know what? I want them to sound like a chat. So... We kind of covered a lot of ground. We promoted where we promoted her great work. <laughs> it's all over the place. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And yet, if I was to leave this episode of a message, I would just say, see who's out there, especially locally to you, and see what work people are doing and how you can connect and do good things for other people, but also satisfying yourself as well. I tell you what, every guest I've had so far, they are playing their part, whether they know it or not, they are playing their part in this keep going journey and I do appreciate their time. That's all we've got time for today on Keep Going to Grant Savage. I'll be back very, very soon. As always, you can like, comment and subscribe. You can find me at Grant Savage one on Instagram for the latest news on the show and I will be back very soon. But in the meantime, keep going, keep striving, be your best. Take care, everyone. And thank you for listening. Keep going.